It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus faith they cannot endure music it wakens them explains sir hocus but hold, twas food you asked of me. Breakfast, I believe you called it. With an uneasy glance at the cowardly lion, who was sniffing the air hungrily, the knight banged on his steel armour with his sword, and a fat, lazy poke shuffled slowly into the hall. "'Pid, bring the stew!' roared Sir Hocus, as the poke stood blinking at them dully. "'Stew, Pid!' he repeated loudly, and began to hum under his breath, at which Pid fairly ran out of the room, returning in a few minutes with a large yellow bowl. This he handed ungraciously to Dorothy. Then he brought a great copper tub of the stuff for the cowardly lion, and retired sulkily. Dorothy thought she had never tasted anything more delicious. The cowardly lion was gulping down his share with closed eyes, and both, I am very sorry to say, forgot even to thank Sir Hocus. "'Are you, perchance, a damsel in distress?' Quite startled, Dorothy looked up from her bowl and saw the knight regarding her wistfully. "'She's in pokes, and that's the same thing,' said the cowardly lion, without opening his eyes. "'We're lost,' began the little girl, "'but—' There was something so quaint and gentle about the knight that she soon found herself talking to him like an old friend. She told him all of their adventures since leaving the Emerald City, and even told about the disappearance of the Scarecrow. "'Passing strange, yet how refreshing!' murmured Sir Hocus. "'And if I seem a little behind times, you must not blame me. For centuries I have dozed in this grey castle.' and it cometh over me that things have greatly changed. This beast now, he talks quite manfully, and this kingdom that you mention, this Oz, never heard of it. Never heard of Oz? gasped the little girl. Why, you're a subject of Oz, and Pokes is in Oz, though I don't know just where. Here Dorothy gave him a short history of the fairy country, and of the many adventures she had had since she had come there. Sir Hocus listened with growing melancholy. "'To think,' he sighed mournfully, "'that I was prisoner here while all that was happening.' "'Are you a prisoner?' asked Dorothy in surprise. "'I thought you were King of the Pokes.' "'Uds daggers!' thundered Sir Hocus so suddenly that Dorothy jumped. "'I am a knight!' 
Seeing her startled expression, he controlled himself. "'I was a knight,' he continued brokenly, "'long centuries ago, mounted on my goodly steed. I fared from my father's castle to offer my sword to a mighty king. His name?' Sir Hokus tapped his forehead uncertainly. "'Go to, I have forgot.' "'Could it have been King Arthur?' exclaimed Dorothy, wide-eyed with interest. "'Why, just think of your being still alive!' "'That's just the point,' choked the knight. "'I've been alive, still, so still, that I've forgotten everything. Why, I can't even remember how I used to talk,' he confessed miserably. "'But how did you get here?' rumbled the cowardly lion, who did not like being left out of the conversation. "'I had barely left my father's castle before I met a stranger,' said Sir Hokus, sitting up very straight, "'who challenged me to battle. I spurred my horse forward, our lances met, and the stranger was unseated. But, by my faith, twas no mortal knight!' Sir Hokus sighed deeply, and lapsed into silence. "'What happened?' asked Dorothy curiously, for Sir Hokus seemed to have forgotten them. "'The knight,' said he with another mighty sigh, "'struck the ground with his lance, and cried, "'Live, wretch, for centuries in the stupidest country out of the world,' and disappeared. And here, here I am.' With a despairing gesture, Sir Hokus arose, big tears splashing down his armour. "'I feel that I am brave, very brave. But how am I to know until I have encountered danger? Ah, friends, behold in me a knight who has never had a real adventure, never killed a dragon, nor championed a lady, nor gone on a quest.' Dropping on his knees before the little girl, Sir Hokus took her hand. "'Let me go with you on this quest for the valiant Scarecrow. Let me be your good knight,' he begged eagerly. "'Good knight!' <laughs> coughed the cowardly lion, who, to tell the truth, was feeling a bit jealous. But Dorothy was thrilled, and as Sir Hokus continued to look at her pleadingly, she took off her hair-ribbon and bound it round his arm." "'You shall be my own true knight, and I your lady fair,' she announced solemnly, and exactly as she had read in books. At this interesting juncture the cowardly lion gave a tremendous yawn, and Sir Hokus with an exclamation of alarm jumped to his feet. The pokes had returned to the hall, and Dorothy felt herself falling asleep again. "'Up, up, my lieges, and away!' We take the field again, for ladies fair we fight to-day, and king, up, up, my merry men, shrilled the knight, as if he were leading an army to battle. The pokes opened both eyes, but did not immediately retire. Sir Hokus bravely swallowed a yawn, and hastily clearing his throat shouted another song, which he evidently made up on the spur of the moment. Avaunt be off, be gone, methinks, we'll be asleep in forty winks. This time the pokes left sullenly, but the effect of their presence had thrown Dorothy, the cowardly lion, and the knight into a violent fit of the gapes. 
"'If I fall asleep, nothing can save you,' said Sir Hokus in an agitated voice. <sighs> the knight's eyes closed. "'Don't do it! Don't do it!' begged Dorothy, shaking him violently. "'Can't we run away?' "'I've been trying for five centuries,' wailed the knight in a discouraged voice. "'But I always fall asleep before I reach the gate. <sighs> "'And they bring me back here. "'They're rather fond of me in their slow way,' he added apologetically. "'Couldn't you keep singing?' asked the cowardly lion anxiously, "'for the prospect of a five-century stay in Pokes was more than he could bear. "'Couldn't we all sing?' suggested Dorothy. Surely all three of us won't fall asleep at once. "'I'm not much of a singer,' groaned the cowardly lion, beginning to tremble. "'But I'm willing to do my share.' "'I like you,' said Sir Hokus, going over and thumping the cowardly lion approvingly on the back. "'You ought to be knighted.' The lion blinked his eyes, for Sir Hokus's iron fist bruised him severely, but knowing it was kindly meant, he bore it bravely. "'I am henceforth a benighted lion,' he whispered to Dorothy, while Sir Hokus was straightening his armor. Next the knight took down an iron poker, which he handed to Dorothy. "'To wake us up with,' he explained. "'And now, Lady Dorothy, if you are ready, we will start on the quest for the Honorable Scarecrow. And remember, everybody sing.' Sing for your life. End of chapter.